I would like to share with you what my experience has been like since October 7th at Harvard Law School and after over 30 student clubs signed on to a statement explicitly blaming Israel for the murder and the rape of their own people. Multiple times a week, on my way to class, I walk by mobs of people chanting from the river to the sea, which is a call for the destruction of the state of Israel. Most recently, we have you outnumbered and globalize the Intifada. An Intifada is an uprising and the last two were marked by blowing up buses and restaurants. Yeah, when people are uh, running around chanting, globalize the Intifada and uh, eliminate the Jews, which is what they're saying when they say from the river to the sea. Uh, I can see why somebody like Jonathan Friedman, who's one of the four students that got up with the um, Speaker of the House yesterday in this press conference and talked about the anti-Semitism on the campuses that they attend, NYU, Penn, MIT, and Harvard Law in Jonathan Friedman's case, and... Yeah, it's um, it's awful. And as people have been pointing out to me uh, this morning on text that, um, you know, you turn a blind eye when people get coerced because they're conservatives or because they, uh, you know, they don't believe in, you know, a vaccine, for example, or they, you know, don't think that masks do anything or because they're in a religious minority uh, or or because, you know, whatever, you know, you've got to be willing to stand up for the small, for the weak, for the few. The thing about it is that, um, and which, which I agree, you're right. Absolutely. That's why I say, you know, you got to protect everybody's right to exist. You got to protect their their right to speak is a key part of that and the right to feel, you know, safe. Now, um, the thing about Jews, though, is it's a little bit of a special category historically. Um, there aren't that many other groups that have been so systematically targeted for elimination from the planet, going all the way back to Herod, um, the, the Egyptians, I mean, you know, right? And then, of course, a little bit more recently, we have a pretty vivid example with what took place in Germany. But, um, and in the Middle Ages, you know, I mean, unbelievable. Just getting blamed for the plague because they knew hand-washing prescriptions from the Bible, which actually protected them from getting sick too much, and then getting blamed for being the source of the infection because what they were doing was just doing what they're supposed to do and maintaining good, you know, sanitation. Like, it's crazy the things that have been alleged against the Jews over the years and the stuff that's been done against them, again, systemically. And now, you know, well, where are they going to live? Well, not Israel. They can't live there. Where are they going to live? No, I mean, there's nowhere. That's the place, right? Okay, so anyway, back to Jonathan Frieden and his experience at Harvard Law School. One day a few weeks ago, I was in a study room in the law school while classes were going on, and a mob of 200 people, many of whom not only were not law students, were not Harvard affiliates, got in down the halls chanting these phrases. Jews took off their kippot, and I, I watched someone hide under a desk. Many of my friends ran up to the dean of students and DEI office, but they had locked their doors for their own safety. This was such a clear safety concern. It was also explicitly against school policy as a disrupted class. We heard nothing from Harvard. No email. Nothing. The dean's office and the DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion folks, were hiding and not dealing with it. I talk to my Jewish friends on campus every day. They tell me how afraid they are to go to class. They share hate messages. They are receiving from other students on social media, including comparing Jews to Nazis. And they ask us, and they ask me, for safety advice 
because of the lack of effective communication from the university. And I love this next part because this is where I'm at too. We're, we're not trying to limit what people might be able to express, but it's one thing for a person to express a view. It is another thing for a crowd of 100 to be chanting about, you know, eliminating the Jews or for somebody who works at the university to tell people, you know, who are concerned, hey, go back to Israel or just don't wear your Jewish identifiers when you're out in public. Like, these things are unbelievable. We are not asking to limit free speech. We are asking the university to enforce their policies to ensure safety and a climate conducive to education. The administration has asked us to abide by the rules, and we have unequivocally. It seems more and more that this rule only applies to Jews, as broken rules are not being enforced or outwardly reprimanded. And the last one from Jonathan Frieden, again, the fourth of the student of the four students who were making comments yesterday about their experience at NYU, MIT, Penn, and Harvard Law. And please don't deceive yourself into thinking it's only those four schools. I don't know if it's at every school, but I do know that we saw at least some of this during a forum at UWF within the last couple of months. Some of the things that these people were saying were unbelievable. I want to be clear. This is not just about the Middle East. This is anti-Semitism right here in our homes, on our campuses. It is dangerous. It is going unchecked. And everyone that does not join to put a stop to it is part of the problem. I am asking as I have been, do something. Protect Jewish people. Protect your students. Thank you. 816 here on News Radio 923. Um, as somebody texted and said, it really is amazing to see something like this happen. One people group so hated over thousands of years. The only way to explain that is some deep spiritual thing. And I've said this before. I, I think if you try to explain anti Semitism uh, on the sort of just natural, rational level, I mean, racism and bigotry is all over the place. There's something else going on with the Jews. And, you know, I mean, you want to say that it's because God picked them as a people and therefore everybody else. I mean, I, I, I don't think that's false. So that's why we have to stand up and talk about it and be honest about it. Do I expect that just being rational about this is going to persuade people and convince them out of their sort of spiritual wickedness and blindness? Uh, probably not. But I'm still obligated to speak about it. <laughs> you know, that's the and that that's what I have to do, and that's what the so-called silent majority should be doing all the time. And on these campuses where the leaders are clearly derelict in their duty to do their jobs and to protect these students. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? If you're traveling on West Fairfield this morning, westbound at W Street, there is a vehicle collision. Uh, crews are on the scene clearing that up out of that intersection right now. Beverly Parkway at North Palafox, really congested as you're making your way east there. Highway 98 is clear from Gulf Breeze through Navarre. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace is looking good. No accidents slowing you down. If you see anything out there, text our traffic tip line, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. So you always hear me talking about Pensacola Hardware. It's a great place to buy your hardware supplies your tools and get advice on how to do the home repairs and improvements. Obviously, yes, of course, the oldest business in the entire state of Florida, yes. However, in the front of the store, when you first walk in, you walk past the houseware section, and the houseware section is like the place to go. I mean, seriously, go there and do your Christmas shopping, buy for yourself, buy for others, um, you know, knives and 
gumbo pots and uh, grills and Yeti merchandise, like all kinds of Yeti stuff, uh, SEC merchandise, uh, just all kinds of things. You might even be able to find an ACC thing there too uh, these days. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying all kinds. So you can buy for yourself, buy for others, and really you know, get it all in one place. It's just a fantastic place to go shopping at the front, the houseware section at Pensacola Hardware, right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street. Join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas Oyster House, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters, today on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9. They'll be talking about Atlas Beverage Class, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Deck the Halls, New Year's, Holiday Hours, and other fun things you won't want to miss. That's all today at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Looking for unique and one-of-a-kind gift ideas this holiday season? Look no further. Berman Proper, an amazing gift shop nestled in Gulf Breeze Proper, has a wide selection of gifts, custom engraving, and local products. They also have one of the largest selections of coastal Christmas ornaments and decor that you need to see. Berman Proper has gifts for everyone on your list, including yourself. Berman Proper is located in your neighborhood Walmart shopping center in Gulf Breeze Proper and online at priminproper.com. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Ask Rushing Insurance in Pensacola and Daphne if auto owners make sense for you. Join Stephen Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel this Friday at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stephen? Then give us a call at 437-1620. It's a dream team, so join them this Friday at 10 a.m. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. This is Renee with Jim's Firearms wishing you a safe holiday. Please don't text and drive. May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Darren Costello at Costello's Butcher Shop and Deli Fine Wine and Cheeses. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Jessica with Pensacola's Kia Autosport wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Guy Benson talks to the big newsmakers every day from 2 to 4 before Pensacola right now on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. Good morning, 822 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. We've been talking a little bit today about uh, subsequent developments in this uh, Berg- Judge Jeff Burgosh's text story. You know, remember the county had gone through this whole rigmarole of authorizing the county attorney to go after the people who had possession of the text documents. Uh, you know, Jonathan Owens and the PNJ being the uh, the only ones that were you know known to be true. Now there's an allegation the third person, uh, based on something he posted on social media, 
Um, interestingly, this same person had made a massive records request to the county of wanting to have the cell phone records that were public records off of, uh, you know, Bragash's phone and uh, involving him and like David Barron, some other folks, I guess, and or so I'm told, uh, and has never received them. So that starts to look like a slap suit. You know what a slap suit is? That's a um, uh, strategic lawsuit against public participation. Slap is illegal in Florida. Uh, that's where you are using the law in order to discourage people from, you know, criticizing you. And if you're using a lawsuit in order to intimidate people from raising questions, making allegations, or getting just, you know, public documents like, for example, the texts that are supposed to be public, you know, because it's public communications and sunshine law, uh, and they're suing Gannett uh, for owning them and Jonathan Owens for owing them for uh, for owning them. Uh, that starts to look like that. Also, there's this like frivolous lawsuit statute as well that if you bring a lawsuit and you don't have merit, that not only the plaintiff would have to pay legal fees, but they have to be split between the plaintiff and the plaintiff's attorney. It's a way of penalizing the attorneys. And it's kind of interesting on the judicial uh, uh, the submission to the that led to the um, uh, the notices being given served to, uh, for example, Jonathan Owens and the PNJ. Um, Allison Rogers is listed. She's a county attorney, but she didn't sign it. It was another attorney who actually signed it. So I don't know. There's just weird stuff going on here. And I've said this before. I'll just kind of briefly repeat it. But I don't really understand the county's interest in all of this. If it's public record texts, then they're public record. There's nothing to get back. If it's private information, then that might be Commissioner Bragash's, you know, Jeff's personal stuff that he wants back, but the county doesn't have an interest in that. Um, If it's like, I don't know, private records, medical records, or account numbers or things like that, that aren't, that's not necessarily the same thing, but, you know, based on his former job, um, well, that's him too. And one of the things he's been making a big, now I, I suppose, I, theoretically, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I, I try not to read his blog because it's just so poisonous. Anyway, um, so I'm, I can't tell you everything he's said there about this. Um, but maybe he's saying that there are like records related to county personnel on his phone. And they want to get those. But that shouldn't have been on his phone in the first place. You know, this whole, he's making a big deal about how the PNJ uh, or Jonathan Owens has these like medical health records and in violation of state law and it's a felony. And I'm like, they're on, they were on your phone first though, yeah? <laughs> I mean, if it's a felony to have them and you kept them after the time when you should not have had them anymore, I, it, who's to blame for that? But again, what's the county's interest in all of this? So, I don't, man, this this case is bizarre. I mean, really genuinely bizarre. We'll see how it plays out. Gannett is fighting, obviously, uh, because they're going to say, this is a public record, and this is something we have a valid interest in in publishing on. And so uh, go pound sand, and they may make the county pay for the fees. And, uh, I mean, there may be a slap suit involved. I mean, I don't know what the consequences of all this are, but it's sure going to be interesting to play out. 826 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake. West Fairfield at W Street, there is a vehicle collision reported there that uh, has that intersection uh, intersection blocked up, and crews are on the scene right now clearing that out of the roadway. Beverly Parkway at North Palafox, really congested as you're making your way east. Um, otherwise, we're rolling well. Highway 98 is clear from Gulf Breeze through Navarre. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace, no accidents slowing you down. East Burgess Road at North Oakfield Road, though, uh, just after you cross over Palafox, that's slow in both directions there for about a mile or so. This traffic report is brought to you by Frontier Motors. 
Uh, Frontier Motors is the only dealership that Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola. Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. If you have any traffic tips this morning, text our traffic tip line 437-1620. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. If I say uh, names like BMW, Porsche, Mercedes, Genesis, Jaguar, Audi, Lexus, uh, these are nice vehicles. You pay extra to get them. You don't have to pay extra to maintain them. You do not have to take them into the dealership, and especially, you know, if the dealership is like in Destin or in Mobile or somewhere else, some far-flung location, that's time spent and the inconvenience of it, and then also the cost of it. Presumably, it's going to be cost more to go there. Don't do that. Just take it to Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They work on those cars all the time. Imports, domestics, diesel engines. Not everybody works on those. They do gas engines, of course. I mean, you know, no problem working on that. And the idea is to prevent the big thing by seeing you for the small thing. Kind of like you go to the doctor for your routine checkup. Go to Bobby Likas for the routine preventative scheduled maintenance. And then they can tell that something is kind of on its way to going bad. And then that's the thing that you can avert with that good preventative maintenance. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Senate Republicans are considering blocking funding to Ukraine in a dispute over border security. A key procedural vote is expected today on a bill that would provide over $60 billion to Ukraine in military and foreign aid. Norman Lear, the producer and writer of some of the biggest hits on TV, has died at 101 years old. Oh, wow. Lear died at his home in Los Angeles of natural causes. He's best known for uh, sitcoms All in the Family and Maude. And uh, there's a bipartisan push to keep AM radio in new vehicles. Senator Ted Cruz uh, says the plan to drop AM radio uh, from vehicles is a big mistake. Over 80 million Americans listen to AM radio every month. They rely on it. And some companies have already pulled AM radio from new vehicles. Cruz tried to get the AM radio for every vehicle act passed on Tuesday. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul opposed the measure, saying it would force mandates on private companies. Yeah, in an emergency, you know, uh, look, we have FM and AM signals. 92.3 is the FM. That's no problem. But AM is 16.20. And uh, in an emergency, you want to have as much access to local, quick, good, reliable information as you can possibly get. And you never know. I mean, look, we could have another hurricane here, and it could take out our FM tower, but our AM tower could be on. And then nobody can get information because they don't have AM radios in their car. I mean, that's, that's the problem. Or... There's an Amber Alert, or you know, or or there's all kinds of reasons why. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. Eight twenty nine on News Radio ninety two three, uh, or just I mean a national emergency. That's why you have the uh, you know the EAS where we test out that system every week to make sure that if God forbid the president needs to get to you right now, the president can get to you right now over the airwaves. Four three seven sixteen twenty. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Spence Cole Morning News. Oh, I have some um, tickets to give away. Would you like to go see a show? We always I love, love to give away show tickets. Uh, I have tickets here. My computer will load up for me. I, <laughs> I had up a moment ago. Um, Pensacola Little Theater ticket giveaway holiday. Uh, oh no, sorry, not that one. Excuse me. Christmas on the coast. Christmas on the Coast, Pensacola Children's Chorus, December 8th through the 10th. Um, we've got, let's see, a pair of tickets to the Saturday night performance. And I'll tell you what, I like to reward people who are ready. I like it if you're ready. So call number one right now, 437-1620. Dial fast. You should always have the phone number available in your phone. Put it in under Andrew or that crazy guy or radio that I love to hate. I mean, <laughs> or radio I love to love, whatever. But 437-1620. Call right now and you can win Christmas on the Coast tickets with the Pensacola Children's Chorus. Saturday the 9th, I think is what that is, the 9th.
Fox News, I'm Therese Crowley. Campaign trail comments from President Biden, who told Big Bucks donors in Boston, if Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'd be running. We cannot let him win. Donald Trump in an Iowa town hall doesn't think Biden will make it to re-election. And then with Fox's Sean Hannity. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, what? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's drill. Tonight, Trump's four GOP challengers at the final primary debate. Another mass shooting in Texas. Six dead, three wounded at separate scenes from San Antonio to Austin. The suspect in his 30s charged with capital murder. Legendary TV producer Norman Lear, creator of All in the Family, has died at age 101. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, it's 8.31 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne, 47 degrees. It is mostly sunny this morning in Pensacola. Today marks four years since a Saudi flight student opened fire at NAS Pensacola. That happened at Building 633 on board the NAS. When a, uh, some of the first on the scene that day were Escambia County deputies. Um, you know, As you recall, we had two of our deputies shot. Right. There was a third um, uh, NAS police officer shot. And then, obviously, the tragedy that, that, that took the lives of three three people there at the, at the Navy base. So it's not something that we forget. It's something that, that people continue to ask us about. Um, um, again, very proud of, of how we handled it. Sheriff Chip Simmons says it's a day that will always be remembered. That attack left three Navy sailors dead and eight people hurt, including two deputies and a Navy police officer. The building was reopened two years ago and now features photos of the victims and a plaque marking their sacrifices. The state attorney's office says a 22-year-old Pensacola man will spend the next 40 years in prison for a fatal shooting back in 2021. Last week, Gerald Battle Jr. was sentenced for the death of Leonard Troutman Jr. after pleading no contest to second-degree murder. Back two years ago, on October 27th, Troutman was shot multiple times while he was seated in the driver's seat of his car. Investigators found 16 shell casings at the scene. Battle was arrested after initially leading deputies on a high-speed chase and getting away. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you very much, Joe. Officials with Baptist Hospital and the city of Pensacola continue working towards an agreement to see the old Baptist campus downtown donated to the city. Ultimately, the goal is to demolish the building to make way for several hundred affordable housing units. We've got to figure out the capital stack in a one-year uh, situation. I, I it's too much risk for the city uh, for us to have half of the money and then hope, again, what if a recession happens? What if, and hope that the rest of the money comes uh, the next year? That That's a non-starter on my side. Mayor D.C. Reeves there, and he says in the city's latest proposal, they're asking Baptist for a financial obligation in the event that potential environmental issues come up. He says, based on the timeline of when the agreement needs to be in place, the city doesn't have enough time to vet all of those environmental questions. Florida's governor unveiling his spending plan for next year. We're just over a month away now from the start of the legislative session. 
DeSantis is dubbing it as the focus on Florida's future budget, which totals $114.4 billion and includes a big boost for education and teacher salaries. We are still able to do a historic $27.8 billion in funding for the K-12 public school system. That's the highest amount of funding ever. This budget includes $1.25 billion that has to go to teacher salary increases. The governor also wants to eliminate more than 1,000 government jobs across the state. Well, business is booming at the beach. That's what we heard yesterday from Pensacola Beach Chamber President Meg Peltier during their island holiday bash. The beach has come back after COVID and the bridge, and there's just been a lot of obstacles. There's just such a positive energy right now. Business is booming. Visitor centers had more people coming in the last two months than we did even in July. So the shoulder season doesn't really exist anymore. We're pretty pretty busy on Pensacola Beach year-round. So do come out and see us. And tell your friends, stop in the Visitor Information Center. And that uh, from Peltier last night, uh, the board also recognized their board members and several local businesses at the event. It's 835 at News Radio. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Okay, we're looking really good out there. Um, a lot of the problems that we were having early this morning have cleared up. People are making their way to work. Uh, looking back over here on the map, it looks like Beverly Parkway at North Palafox still really congested as you're making your way east through there. Uh, West Fairfield at W Street, we're, we've still got crews on the scene of an earlier vehicle collision that has been blocking that intersection pretty good there for, for quite some time now. Uh, otherwise, Highway 98 is clear from Gulf Breeze through Navarre. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace getting over into Pensacola. No accidents slowing you down there. Uh However, East Burgess Road looks like at North Oakfield, just after you cross over Palafox, it's really slow in both directions. I'm going to do some uh, investigation on that. Uh, This traffic report is brought to you by uh, Compassion International. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a whole month. Just text the word RADIO to 97646. That's the word RADIO to 97646. Four six for Compassion International. Thank you for your traffic tips this morning. Four three seven sixteen twenty is our traffic tip line number. News Radio ninety two three informative, local, dependable. And thank you very much. Now our Channel three forecast. It is going to be a chilly day today. Temperatures topping out near 57 degrees in the afternoon, mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures getting on the cooler side. Temperatures dropping near 38 degrees. For Thursday, mostly sunny skies, high near 59. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 50. We'll have a chance of rain as we go into our Friday, 10% overall. Otherwise, mostly sunny skies, high near 67. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 63. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Right now, 47 in Pensacola, 47 also in Gulf Breeze, and 46 in Milton. Your money now this morning. The uh, markets are opening up today. The Dow is up 77.20 at 36.201.76. S&P 500 up 16.85 at 45.83.94. And the NASDAQ is up 63.59 at 14.293.51. Our 10-year bond rate down slightly at 4.15%. Gold prices up 14.20 at 2050.50 today, and silver prices up a bit at 24.61. Bitcoin, another good morning for Bitcoin, up 435.61 at 44.97.89 right now. SAG-AFTRA members have voted to officially ratify their contract. Word from the union yesterday means the longest labor battle in Hollywood history is now officially over. The strike lasted 118 days and ended in early November. 
The number of job openings nationwide hit a two-year low in October. The Labor Department reporting just over 8.7 million job openings for the month. That's a decline of more than 600,000 openings and a far bigger drop than expected. Consumers are apparently adjusting their budgets as they expect to spend even more for the holiday season. It's the height of the holiday shopping season, and American consumers say they're preparing to spend even more. A Gallup poll finds Americans expect to spend, on average, $975 on gifts. That's $100 more than a year ago, 50 bucks more than what they thought they'd be spending when asked in October. The Gallup survey finds young and middle-income shoppers are more likely to spend more this holiday season. I'm Rory O'Neill. And it's 8.38. Our next news at 9 o'clock. We've got breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Hi, this is Earl Ron. At New South Window, we bring the factory to you. Our windows and doors are made with quality in mind, and your products and installation are backed by our lifetime warranty. That's because New South Window knows the importance of single-source accountability. We believe in removing the middleman so you get more for your money. This is real factory direct. One company, one call, guaranteed for life. Get New South Proud. Buy two of our products and get the third free. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. Hi, I'm Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 1030 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hi, this is Andrew McKay. Hey, everybody, this is Austin Price. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor. This is Joe Ford. Hi, this is David Wayne. And I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Also a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I just want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas from my family and from all of us at News Radio 92.3. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. <gasps> Idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. So we just got the news within the last 10 minutes that um, we had lost an icon. Norman Lear passed away at the age of, I think he said 100. 101. 101, yeah. And so, uh, man, talk about somebody who made American television. I mean, period, full stop. Jefferson's, All in the Family, One Day at a Time, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, Maud, Good Times, Archie Bunker's Place. I mean, goodness, American, American sitcom TV in uh you know the mid to late 20th century would not have been anything of what it was without norman lear towering contribution to american culture whether you agree with him or not you have to admit that right i mean certainly a lot of the things that he did and said or represented through his characters you may not agree with that's okay Uh, at least i hope you think that's okay so my question for you today is 437-1620 i had something else in mind but i think this is the right way to do it uh, since we've discovered that norman lear's passed away He's so well known for, like, 
raising important social issues and questions and having characters discuss them in a brave way, in a uh, non-politically correct way that is I mean, a vital element of all the shows that he did, right? Okay? But the characters. I mean, the characters that he created and wrote, and of course he was not just a producer, he was a great writer. So my question for you is 437-1620, thinking of those shows, is there a favorite character that you have? Now, I know if you're younger, okay, you you know, probably in your 30 and under, maybe even your 40 and under, you maybe didn't watch an awful lot of this, but I know I grew up on this stuff. You know, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I was raised by uh, Norman Lear, but I was kind of raised by, you know, Norman Lear, Hanna-Barbera, and Chuck Jones. Like, that's kind of like those, that's who raised me. And, you know, MASH and the Love Boat and all that stuff, too. But really, I mean, Norman Lear had a major influence on me through his, you know, I mean, I didn't know it at the time. I'm a kid, right? But 437-1620, do you have a favorite character from a Norman Lear show? Uh, favorite defined however you want. Uh, Jake, do you have one that jumps out at you? Uh, well, I can remember watching Maud with, okay. my, with my parents. So, yeah, yeah pretty much everybody B. on Arthur. that show. Yeah, B. Arthur. I mean, you know, and then later with the Golden Girls. I mean, No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, her, and her character in that show, amazing. That's yeah. one that I don't, I know I watched, but it wasn't like, that wasn't the show for me. In, mm. in the sense of when I think about the shows that I know or thought I knew very, very well uh, from this period of American. Uh, uh, oh, no, that's a good one that I, I didn't even have written on the list. Somebody texted in Fred Sanford. Because oh, yeah, Sanford and Son, too. I, I don't oh, think yeah. I mentioned Sanford and Son. But yeah, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Fred Sanford, talk about a character. Like, you couldn't make Fred Sanford today. Mm-mm. You could not, you know, you'd be accused of being a racist. And the irony is that he was the exact opposite of that, right? But he was presenting a slice of just people and culture and problems and challenges and fights that and you would never get a show like that made today. And it's such a great show. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, yeah, Fred. Um, you know, and it's funny because you know, I mean, I always love Lamont personally, but you know, <laughs> I know he's not the focal point. You know, he's the foil, so to speak, for the perspectives are supposed to be coming in through my, from Red Fox. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, text in here. Somebody says Archie Bunker, and I think mm-hmm. you know Archie Bunker is. I mean, my God, talk about a show that could not get made today. It would never get made today. But Archie, what was so fantastic about that character? And this is something that I think like modern satire a lot of times misses. This is where SNL goes wrong. Is Norman Lear? I I don't know if you've ever if you've ever said this in an interview, but I think you would have to say he loved that character, and because he loved that character, he could write that character honestly, write that character with all of his vile, ridiculous, absurd views, but he could represent it accurately. And so much satire goes so wrong because it doesn't get the target right because there's no love built in for the thing that you're satirizing. And so that's what I mean, that's what makes some of these ridiculous characters work so well, especially Archie Bunker, right? You know, how do you take the villain and make him appealing? Well, you do. That's that's how you write it. Somebody else said Archie Bunker, somebody else said Archie Bunker. Yeah, I mean, I think Archie Bunker has to be I have a real soft spot uh for um Mr. Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Can't be George. I love George Jefferson. Oh, uh, and you know, this little guy, the, the dry cleaner store manager, you know, always feeling oppressed by his wife, Wheezy. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's a great character. The the neighbors, I remember when I was a little kid, that was the first time I ever saw an interracial couple. Oh, and I was yeah. like, Oh, yeah. Okay. 
That's I mean all kinds of things like that came in through his Oh yeah. I mean for sure came in through through uh his comedies. 8:45 here on News Radio 923. We'll come back to this in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. And for somebody growing up in the country like I did, I mean he was kind of our connection, you know, in a way to uh, you know, to what was going on, you know, outside Broader of American our little culture yeah. in the big cities yeah, and all that. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh okay, so the roads are looking really good right now. Uh we do have a couple spots. West Fairfield at W Street. There has been a vehicle collision there uh, blocking that intersection. Crews have been on the scene all morning. Uh, so uh, making that way, West Fairfield at W Street. Uh, East Burgess Road at North Oakfield, just after you cross over Palafox, really slow in both directions there. Uh, Beverly Parkway at North Palafox, really congested as you're making your way east. Otherwise, we're going good. Uh, Highway 98 clear through Gulf Breeze, Navarre, and Winhaven. Highway 90 uh, getting out of Milton and Pace, no accidents slowing you down this morning. If you do see something out there, let me know. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative. Local dependable. Do you remember the Sammy Davis picture um, with, um, I'm sorry, uh, it was uh, on uh, Archie Bunker, and they're taking a picture with Sammy Davis Jr., and right Vaguely. as they're snapping the picture, he goes and kisses him on the cheek, oh, and the okay, look do, on yeah, Archie's they, face, <laughs> oh, it was classic. Know, that's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, uh, one of our uh, relatively new advertisers on the show is uh, Pro Health Florida, and they've got seven locations here locally, Santa Rosa Beach, Milton, Crestview, Fort Walton, Pensacola on Summit, Pensacola on College by the Sam's Club, and in Gulf Breeze uh, across from Andrews by the Whataburger. And what they do is they provide medical services. So, for example, if you want to do primary care, urgent care walk-ins, 8 to 4, that's what they do. Saturdays, 8 to 1 at the uh, Sam's Club, near the Sam's Club location in Pensacola. But also, like, lab work. You know, you need blood work done or test. You need drug screen, employment physical, um, you a camp physical or a sports physical, something like that. Uh, comprehensive medical weight loss program, they do that. Drug testing, they do that. So just all of that stuff. And if you want to have like a alternative to insurance or maybe even a supplement to insurance, they have a ProHealth Medical Membership Plan for $45 a month. And some people use it on top of their insurance, by the way. But that gives you Teladoc 24-7, um, unlimited primary care visits with copay for zero copay, physical flu shot, and a discount on lab work and procedures. So anyway, just a lot of stuff. If you want to know more, go to ProHealthFL.com or stop by any of the seven different locations. 848 here on News Radio 92.3. Uh, Kate just got down here from um, ESPN Pensacola. Kate, our topic of the day was Norman Lear just passed away. Norman Lear, who was the the writer and the creative force behind Sanford and Son and the Jeffersons and Maude and All in the Family and One Day at a Time and, God, so many different shows. And my question was just, you know, uh, and I know you're younger. <laughs> I know you're younger. Uh, but if any uh, Good Times, if any, or the Jeffersons, if any of those shows have a character that stood out to you as, like, your favorite one, if any of those. I'll give you a second to think about it because I know you just walked in the room. Do you have, it? Do you have one that well, stands out? It, I, I, don't, I haven't seen all of those shows okay. or any of them. Fair but, enough. But get, but give. Is she there is another, younger. Is there another Much real younger. popular one? Uh, <laughs> those so are the, the Jeffersons. Huge, the Jeffersons. JJ Jefferson. Yeah. Wheezy. I feel like I may have seen that, and then I, you know, I. We found we found the gap, which is fine. I mean, it, I'm gonna go watch it now. Okay. At least a YouTube video, um, and then I, and then I'll come back tomorrow okay. and with you'll my have an answer. answer. For it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we had a good suggestion here. This is one that comes to mind, of course. If the pure date, oh my! JJ on Good Times. Ah, oh. Jimmy Walker. Oh yeah, no, he's a la- great comedian too. By the way, somebody texts in JJ Dynamite. Uh, somebody says. Uh, What's the celebrity death match odds on Archie Bunker versus Fred Sanford? <laughs> I just love to watch it. Uh, somebody says, my favorite quote from Archie, there's a little bit of me in all of yous. 
Oh, man, that's so true, too. Uh, oh, Valerie Bertinelli's Barbara Cooper on One Day at a Time. Yeah, man. One Day at a Time. Again, I, I don't know. I was raised on TV, so watching all of these shows growing up and The Handyman and all just all of it. Uh, somebody says uh, Florida Evans is a great character. George Jefferson owned and managed the dry cleaners. Absolutely. Oh, and managed. That's right. Sorry, not just the owner. You're exactly right. Um, but, yeah, you're right. The interracial stuff, the political stuff of the day. I mean, you know, weirdly – I look back on it now, and Meathead is a great character. He really is a great character. I hated him, <laughs> but I, but is a great character, right? And he, I mean, all of the you know the mom, the sister, like the daughter, everybody in that show. That show is a, like a pinnacle of uh, of writing and creating and you know character development, all of that stuff. So anyway, Norman Lear um, shaped a generation through television. Uh, you can't argue any other. Besides that fact, 850 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you are thinking about buying or selling a home, you want to get fantastic professional services, I, look, talk to two or three different realtors. Don't necessarily just have the one person that you're going to go with, which, I mean, if you go with Christine Leverworth, you won't go wrong. But I know you may have a friend. You know, you might have, like, Doug, the realtor, who's your buddy, who sold four homes last year. Uh, you might have somebody you know from church. There's all kinds of possibilities here. But just make sure you include Christine Leavenworth on the list. And then when you talk to her and her folks at Levin Rinky Realty, ask them questions and see what they say, and then you make a decision. I mean, that's fine. You know, make a decision based on what they say they can get for your home, how long it'll take, what the process will involve, and, you know, the kind of expertise they bring to the table. Because if you're hiring somebody for professional service, you know, you're talking about not just your peace of mind and, you know, lifestyle and what you're going to live with with that house that you're going to get or not get or sell or not sell, but the thousands upon possibly thousands of dollars difference it might make which person you go with, Right. So just include Christina and her team at Love & Rinky Realty on your list, 723-9158. A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at Anderson. Subaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or AndersonSubaru.com slash share for details. In a world of payroll and HR services, things can get complicated. There are so many moving parts in business. At Avalon HR, we understand and we have your back. Join us on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we guide you through the complicated world of payroll and HR services. Running a business is busy work. Allow Avalon HR to work with you. Join us today on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, Pensacola Bay Oysters, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. 
let's get to the points. MasterCard Reward Points from Pinair Credit Union. Open a new account today and you can earn 20,000 free reward points in the first 90 days. Use those points for travel, merchandise, even cash back. And with no hidden fees and no balance transfer fees, Pinair's Reward MasterCard fits you perfectly. Get started online at pinair.org slash credit cards. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions may apply. Offer available on new accounts only. See website for details. All the big national news in a conversation with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins from 11 till 2 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. You are a meathead. I'm a meathead. Dead from the neck up. Good morning, 855 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning. He's had a very interesting day so far today. I know we spend a lot of time talking about these uh, Jewish students, talking about the anti-Semitism on campus, but also talking quite a bit about the uh, the text messages case now that you've got um, people getting served over their possession for it by the county. Um, just all kinds of stuff going on today. If you've got an issue with your plumbing, a leak, a drip, a weird sound in the wall, a, you know, when you flush the toilet, it shouldn't talk bad. The wall shouldn't talk back to you. If it does, that's bad. If it stops, that's even worse because it's not fixing itself. Give Barberry Plumbing a call and have them come out and fix it. It'll be flat rate pricing by the job, not by the amount of time that it takes. So, you know, in advance what the price is going to be. 477-8782. Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, we're looking good out there this morning. Uh, we've got a couple little spots of slowdowns to look at. West Fairfield at W Street, there's still a vehicle collision being cleared out of that intersection. Crews are on the scene. They've been there for about an hour. East Burgess Road at North Oakfield, just after you cross over Palafox, it's slow in both directions there. Beverly Parkway at North Palafox, really congested as you're making your way east. Otherwise, uh, the, the roll is going well. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarra, Windhaven has been good all morning. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace, no accidents slowing you down getting into town. If you have any traffic info to report, our traffic tip line is 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. The Florida State saga continues yesterday. Governor DeSantis talked about how he's set aside a million dollars for a potential lawsuit against uh, what the college football uh, playoff committee, I suppose. You now have, you know, people are recommending boycott. And I, I saw this one that uh, said, accept the bowl bid, let the kids go have a blast on South Beach for a week, get in the extra practices, take the bowl gifts, players travel money in the per diem on game day for FSU. Go warm up and jog out of the tunnel like always and just don't play. Stand on the sideline until uh, Kirk sends it down to Holly Rowe, where Mike can tell her that since the games don't matter, the players decided they didn't want to risk injury. Let ESPN scramble for programming and have to pay back the millions in ads they sold for a primetime matchup that doesn't occur. It will also force ESPN talking heads to address the issue when there are actual consequences, i.e. money, on the line. Uh, you've got um, Jimmy Petronas wrote a letter to Mr. Boo Corrigan, the selection committee chairman. Says this, on December 3rd, 2023, the College Football Playoff Selection Committee made a historic and unprecedented decision to leave the undefeated Power 5 ACC football champion Florida State Seminoles out of the college football playoff. This decision will no doubt have lasting impacts on college football and the sports world for generations to come. This decision has forever altered a program's ability to recruit, the economic output of the university and surrounding community, and most importantly, the future of these players and coaches. This FSU team followed every rule they needed to. They won every game. They overcame adversity and injury, and now are looking at a situation where they can't compete on the field for a championship. 
It's unjust, and we have not been given a fair explanation. These decisions not only affect the players' and coaches' opportunities to compete at the highest levels, but you have also compromised millions of dollars in economic output to Florida State University and name-image-likeness value to football players themselves. I firmly believe that transparency is the best disinfectant and decisions this big cannot be made behind closed doors. I'm offering you and every CFP committee member an opportunity to come forward with the full details on how each vote was cast for the entire 2023 college football season and document the reasoning behind each vote. This is the only way to shine light on the process behind this historic decision and work to ensure any trust in the committee in the future. If your organization and its participants truly believe they made the right decision, then you can still appreciate that people are hurt and outraged over this decision. So much so that Governor Ryan DeSantis has proposed $1 million in litigation funding to fight on behalf of FSU and its fans, and as Florida's chief financial officer, I would have no problem cutting those checks. The future of college football is at stake in the eyes of the sports world and the college football community are watching. I look forward to your prompt reply to this request. So there you have that. Uh, six uh, eight fifty eight here on News Radio ninety two three. Time for ah, my mic. Future news. Future news. That's when we tell you what's going to happen before it happens. The debate tonight. Four on the stage. When does it go to three? When does Chris Christie drop out? Uh, soon, hopefully, in the next month. I don't think he makes it to the to Iowa. I, I just can't see it. I I would hope that he does. A, a, a two way debate between Nikki Haley and DeSantis would be interesting. A three way debate with you know the former president showing up would actually be the way it should be. Um, uh, NCAA Division Zero, where you have teams paying for name, image, likeness rights for for the players. Will that happen? Yeah, I think that will happen. The, clearly, the sport is moving in that direction. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola. 